you're listening to Talking on Purpose with Tori, the podcast. The internet show airs every fourth Friday on YouTube. All the links are in the show notes. Hello, Purpose Talkers. If you are new here, welcome. I welcome you to this digital space on behalf of the Talking on Purpose family. Each week, we aim to share helpful ways to use the Bible as a therapeutic tool to transition you from a place of complacency to action. Thank you for tuning in. What's up, Purposeful Family? I pray you are positively impacted and motivated to change one thing, one habit that causes you to drift from your purpose. Quick housekeeping. Come on. I want you to share, like, subscribe, let your friends know that you are in this digital space. These internet streets can get a little congested, and my hope is that we carve out a a small avenue that you can come and be refreshed, renewed, rejuvenated, and most of all, turning to the Lord in prayer. Don't forget to visit www.OurGivenPurpose.com to tap into all the resources this ministry offers. Do you plan to be disobedient? Today, I want to pull back the layers and, as best as possible, have a digital Fellowship Friday. Now, I'm going to send this message out to everyone in my friends list on social media and post it on my Facebook page and IG account, which is, again, linked in the show notes. And I want to know this answer. So answer me, y'all. How often do you plan to disobey God? If that seems like an odd question or you've immediately said, well, never. Hmm. Let me give you an example. You're out with friends, and you know that one of them is struggling with their faith. Perhaps they are going through a rough time, and you clearly feel God nudging you to pray with them right there in that moment. But you become embarrassed because you're at a restaurant having a good time and the food is great, the conversation is flowing, and you don't want to ruin it by bringing God into the picture. After all, everyone is having fun and spiritual things are so, so serious. You take note to pull your friend aside later. But suddenly the others in your group decide to check out the dessert bar and the friend the one God wants you to pray with right there, declines and says to bring her back something interesting. You now have an opportunity to be alone with her at the table. So here's my question. How often do we plan to disobey God? Hmm. Moving on, instead of staying at the table, you go to the dessert bar and tell your friend, Again, the one God through the Holy Spirit has urged you to pray for and with. You leave the table as well and say you'll bring back one of those chocolate things. And again, you tell yourself that you'll pray for her later. But when you all return from the dessert bar, your friend is gone. 
she left a note saying she was sorry for slipping out, but she was really struggling to be there in the first place. Her heart just wasn't in it, and she was feeling utterly alone, even though she was with all of you. She thanks everyone for trying to lift her spirits by taking her out, but she just wants to be alone. She also says, leave a tip, I've already paid for dinner. Now in this story, you may have fancied yourself as the one who needed prayer or the friend whose heart was pricked by the Holy Spirit. In either case, the question is the same. How often do we plan to disobey God? Now that narrative, that was pretty basic, and one may think it a bit juvenile or too simplistic. Perhaps you're arguing that the example isn't something God would be concerned about, and you're thinking of grander examples of disobedience. Well, please, I'd love to hear them. Let's all have a conversation in the Facebook chat, or if you'd like to message me directly, that's fine. But what we cannot miss is God is in the details of our lives. Once we have surrendered to him and ask him into our hearts, we enter into a covenant relationship. When we plan to leave him, that is disobedience. When we plan to do things according to our ways, that is disobedience. When we plan to suffer the consequences of later, like procrastinating or making the excuse that now, in this environment, it isn't the right time, and God is still urging you to do them, that is disobedience. The example I gave is something most believers do once they've read the Word of God. They know Jesus died for our sins, and we are justified to become children of God because of Jesus' work on the cross. Once we believe in Christ Jesus, we are made righteous. The sanctification process is God's transforming work. Now, the rationalization of how that is lived out becomes part of our mindset because we know we have the right to choose. We have the choice to do what God says later. So we plan to be disobedient in the moment. So what do we do when we notice our delayed response and we put God on our to-do list. We pray. We first humble ourselves and ask him to forgive us. We have sinned. We all fall short. We are sinners, and we've taken God for granted. We ask God to remove pride from our hearts and continue searching us because we want God to be God. Now you see, disobedience and pride That is how Satan fell from heaven. He desired to be God because he felt he knew better than God. And while it seems like a small thing, these little disobedient moments that we have the opportunity to cooperate with God and see his miraculous work done with our human participation, it's a big deal. We end up suffering from what if not knowing what could have happened if we had done exactly what God had wanted us to do when he wanted us to do it, and more so when he clears the path for it to be done quietly. I hope you all didn't miss that. Did you really need to go to the dessert bar? Mm, 
Did I? Mm. The amazing, wondrous character of our living God, the God of the Old and New Testament, is we have the opportunity to grow in wisdom and learn about his people that he worked through. We know that he is a jealous God. He will give us over to our lusts and sinful nature if we repeatedly disobey his command to love him, love ourselves, and love our neighbor. Prayer and praying to undergo complete transformation and have Jesus come into our hearts makes us more sensitive to the Holy Spirit. We feel the urge to do something radical, to collaborate with God and perhaps win souls for Christ. Or maybe it's being obedient to his voice in the middle of a restaurant surrounded by people and boldly praying with a friend who feels distant from God. For a transparent moment, this episode was written because I followed the Holy Spirit's prompting to start another devotional plan on version. I woke up thinking, I'm already doing enough with God. I'm studying his word. I'm taking classes and working through the one-year Bible. I don't need anything else. Well, just recently, a friend requested I start a plan with her group on version, and I almost declined because, again, I'm doing so much. (laughs) However, adding that has blessed me tremendously and is not too much. It was really just what I needed at that time. So thank you, Lori Ruff, for your timely invite to read Tony Evans' devotional, Who Controls Your Thoughts? I want to extend this invitation to you, dear Purpose Talkers. If you use the Version app, add me as a friend. I'd love to know what you're reading and get to know more about you. I'll leave my profile link in the show notes. We have so many opportunities to connect with people online. And I want to add, please don't forget about those in your midst. We can live obedient lives and change the trajectory of someone's day simply by doing the things God tells us to do and with urgency. Don't plan to disobey God by deciding your timing is better. Be glad he chose you for that specific moment to partner with him. We won't know the impact we will make if we don't follow his all-knowing wisdom. Do small things with great joy and watch how it affects your mood, your behavior, your thoughts, actions, and even your boldness. You will become even more unashamed Be embarrassed that you ignored a command from God rather than the people in your environment. That is pridefulness at its core. Don't be embarrassed to do the Lord's work. Join me next week and don't forget to share Talking on Purpose with Tori, the podcast and internet show with your circle. Together, we can make a powerful impact. Please check the show notes and visit www.OurGivenPurpose.com for more information and resources. We would love to hear from you. Leave us a voice message and again, remember to visit the Facebook page, leave a comment, and tell us what it is that you're studying 
how you respond to this question and connect with other purposeful people. There's purpose in our emotions. We choose how to react. Be humble and not arrogant. Be kind and not angry. Be modest and not prideful. Have faith and not fear. Your thoughts are thinking, so make sure you can see what they are saying. This is Tori of Talking on Purpose with Tori, the podcast and internet show. Blessings to you, dear Purpose Talkers.